And now it's time for our reading in the New Testament. And our scripture today comes from the book of Luke, chapter 18, verses 1 through 17. Here's a brief overview. To persist in prayer and not give up does not mean endless repetition or painfully long prayer sessions. Constant prayer means keeping our requests continually before God as we live for Him day by day, believing He will answer. When we live by faith, we are not to give up. God may delay answering, but His delays always have good reasons. As we persist in prayer, we grow in character, faith, and hope. Widows and orphans were among the most vulnerable of all God's people, and both Old Testament prophets and New Testament apostles insisted that these needy people be properly cared for. If godless judges respond to constant pressure, as we'll read about here in Scripture today, how much more will a great and loving God respond to us? If we know He loves us, we can believe He will hear our cries for help. Now, the people who lived near Jerusalem often would go to the temple to pray. The temple was the center of their worship, and we'll read about that today. The Pharisee did not go to the temple to pray to God, but to announce to all with an earshot how good he was. The tax collector went recognizing his sin and begging for mercy. Self-righteousness is dangerous. It leads to pride, causes a person to despise others, and prevents him or her from learning anything from God. The tax collector's prayer should be our prayer, because we all need God's mercy every day. Hey, don't let pride in your achievements cut you off from God. Now, it was customary for a mother to bring her children to a rabbi for a blessing. And that is why these mothers gathered around Jesus. The disciples, however, thought the children were unworthy of the master's time, you know, less important than whatever else he was doing. But Jesus welcomed them because little children have the kind of faith and trust needed to enter God's kingdom. It's important that we introduce our children to Jesus. And now let's begin our reading today here in the New Testament. April 16th, the New Testament, Luke chapter 18, verses 1 through 17. One day Jesus told his disciples a story to show that they should always pray and never give up. There was a judge in a certain city, he said, who neither feared God nor cared about people. A widow of that city came to him repeatedly, saying, Give me justice in this dispute with my enemy. The judge ignored her for a while, but finally he said to himself, I don't fear God or care about people, but this woman is driving me crazy. I'm going to see that she gets justice because she is wearing me out with her constant requests. Then the Lord said, Learn a lesson from this unjust judge. Even he rendered a just decision in the end. So don't you think God will surely give justice to his chosen people who cry out to him day and night? Will he keep putting them off? I tell you, he will grant justice to them quickly. But when the Son of Man returns, how many will he find on earth who have faith? Then Jesus told this story to some who had great confidence in their own righteousness and scorned everyone else. Two men went to the temple to pray. One was a Pharisee, and the other was a despised tax collector. The Pharisee stood by himself and prayed this prayer, I thank you, God, that I am not a sinner like everyone else, for I don't cheat, I don't sin, and I don't commit adultery. I'm certainly not like that tax collector. I fast twice a week, and I give you a tenth of my income. But the tax collector stood at a distance 
and dared not even lift his eyes to heaven as he prayed. Instead, he beat his chest in sorrow, saying, O God, be merciful to me, for I am a sinner. I tell you, this sinner, not the Pharisee, returned home justified before God. For those who exalt themselves will be humbled, and those who humble themselves will be exalted. One day some parents brought their little children to Jesus so he could touch and bless them. But when the disciples saw this, they scolded the parents for bothering him. Then Jesus called for the children and said to the disciples, Let the children come to me. Don't stop them. For the kingdom of God belongs to those who are like these children. I tell you the truth, anyone who doesn't receive the kingdom of God like a child will never enter it. Psalm 85, verses 1 through 13. As we read in the Psalms today, we'll see that the writer was asking God to revive his people, bringing them back to spiritual life. You know, God is capable of reviving both churches and individuals. He can pour out his love on us, renewing our love for him. If you need revival in your church, family, or personal spiritual life, well, ask God to give you a fresh touch of his love. As the psalmist cries out for God's intervention, he can almost see, taste, and hear God's response. These five verses that we'll read, uh, chapter 85, verses 9 through 13, describe what God can do for those who welcome His herald, righteousness. And this psalm illustrates that the greater the presence of righteousness, that is, obedience to God, the clearer the examples of God's blessings. And this principle works equally in the life of a nation or an individual. The more we first seek God's righteousness and His kingdom, as Jesus pointed out, the more we will see everything else taken care of by God. Psalm 85, verses 1 through 13. For the choir director, a psalm of the descendants of Korah. Lord, you poured out blessings on your land. You restored the fortunes of Israel. You forgave the guilt of your people. Yes, you covered all their sins. Interlude. You held back your fury. You kept back your blazing anger. Now restore us again, O God of our salvation. Put aside your anger against us once more. Will you be angry with us always? Will you prolong your wrath to all generations? Won't you revive us again so your people can rejoice in you? Show us your unfailing love, O Lord, and grant us your salvation. I listen carefully to what God the Lord is saying for he speaks peace to his faithful people. But let them not return to their foolish ways. Surely his salvation is near to those who fear him. So our land will be filled with his glory. Unfailing love and truth have met together. Righteousness and peace have kissed. Truth springs up from the earth, and righteousness smiles down from heaven. Yes, the Lord pours down his blessings. Our land will yield its bountiful harvest. Righteousness goes as a herald before Him, preparing the way for His steps. Proverbs chapter 13, verses 7 and 8. Some who are poor pretend to be rich. Others who are rich pretend to be poor. The rich can pay a ransom for their lives, but the poor won't even get threatened.